another sensible episode of History by the Glass, colon, Shots in the Dark, your weekly two fingers, bi-weekly maybe, uh, two fingers of Portland, Oregon's historic bar news and museums. This week, look at this photograph. Every time we do, it makes us think of historic bars. We chat about a great photography project for enthusiasts of vintage Portland. I am Nathan P. Gale, and with me as always is the Clavin of my Peterson, Alfredo Moreno. How you doing, buddy? Hello, hello. Happy Friday. Uh, I am feeling wonderful. It's Friday and night, and the feeling is right. Absolutely. I've never been, I, I, I've never been uh, less frazzled for one of these than I am right now. You're on cloud nine. It's like you have uh, booked a room at the Bahamas for the week, and you're just ready. Oh, You've just been preparing yeah, for yeah. this the entire time. Yeah, my daughter's going to sleep earlier, so I'm not just storming in here like Kramer through the door and just flipping on the camera and trying my best to just blather out a bunch of bullshit. We had to ask the studio to stop applauding every time you ran right, <laughs> right in. Uh, it, was, it was getting uh, enough already. Ah, yeah, this is great. That's good to be here. Good. It's, uh, we haven't done one of these in a couple of weeks. So, oh, absolutely. Well, let's, good to be back. Let's have a good hearty cheers there, yes, huh? Yes, yes. I'll, how do I do this again? That's me. Yeah, uh, just knocking it. That, that's your indicator that Nathan and I are not in the same room. Uh, Still? I don't know if we're so worried about COVID necessarily at this point. We're just... Uh, lazy no. and we don't want to drive to each other's house as we move too far away from each other and so now this yeah. is just more convenient uh, yeah uh what do you uh what are you drinking there in that big tall pint glass uh, oh yeah well, I'm, I'm trying a little henry mckenna kentucky straight bourbon whiskey and uh henry mckenna that is uh one of the 500 uh whiskey and bourbon websites out there rated it as one of your best budget whiskey uh or bourbons that you can buy at the liquor store. So I love a uh, a budget whiskey or bourbon. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm going to give it a try right here on the air. Oh, good. Uh, let's let's get so your review. I've, oh, we I've, can hear we can hear the ice I've, sloshing in your. Glass I've heavily I, I I've I've added some rocks. I've added some rocks. Sure, you're still Alfredo mm-hmm. from the block, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey. Hey, hell, that's not so bad. Stamp it on the bottle. You like Hell, it? It's not so bad. <laughs> uh, veggie boy, do you give it a big thumbs up? I like it for now. Oh, very good for now. <laughs> well, you got a whole bottle of it to drink there. Uh, me, like some sort of Nimrod, I'm drinking a big tall glass of red wine. Uh, oh. This isn't just any red wine, though. This is uh, this is a Pinot 2015 Pinot Noir from. Uh, our Deary Vineyards, our Deary Vineyards, where our good friends Ashley and Zach used to work. Uh, remember Ashley Barnes? Yes, and yes, Nance. yes yeah, uh-huh. absolutely. And I sent her a text of me opening up this bottle that I've had for a while. Said, "Hey, I'm going to open up your wine that your husband, the vineyard your husband works at." And she sent me a text back saying, "Oh, he got a new job like a couple of weeks ago." <laughs> oh, what a moment! <laughs> And I said, "Well, I guess I'll just dump all the other bottles out into the into the." Uh, uh, well, uh, the day you there. open that bottle, that's but, the occasion. Until well then, done. I'm drinking a, an Ardiri. I don't know if he still get gets points on the, the pension or the, the stocks or whatever down there, but if he doesn't, 
uh, you know, uh, go fuck yourself, San Diego. You know, you understand what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's take a nice, good pull. And... Oh, man. Woo. So, Nate, you were, uh, you, my friend, uh, uh, were out of town. And uh, yep. where the hell were you, man? Oh, I went down to beautiful Orange County. I went down to, uh, my wife has been vaccinated for about, fully vaccinated, I want to say for about six, seven weeks now yeah. as a healthcare worker. That's right. And I somehow uh, qualified as a BMI. spouse of a healthcare worker uh, uh, to get a vaccination. I found a Johnson & Johnson right before they pulled it for clotting my blood. Uh, so I got a vaccination also. And so we... Uh, not because we did this, but in preparation for going down to uh, to beautiful Southern California. Um, we love all things Disney theme parks, of course, and we got a, um, a once in a not a lifetime, but you know, once in a month exp- a chance to uh, uh, to go into closed theme parks and have a little food and wine down there. So we put our masks on, we washed our hands, we got on a plane, went down to California. Uh, specifically to Orange County. I also went to school down there, so I showed the wife the old stomping grounds, and we spent a day in Orange, the city of Orange, just outside. The next day, we went to Manhattan Beach, uh, which was beautiful. Then we spent a day uh, outside having food and wine at this uh, Disney thing, and then we went right back on the plane, uh, mostly outside, mostly distance, mostly masked. It was wonderful. And I'm happy to be back out there. My God, I felt like uh, I, I don't know what I felt. I don't think I've I don't think I've really been able to to evaluate the experience properly to, to come up with a proper analogy. But but it just it felt like I was a mole person rubbing my eyes and, and seeing the light for the first time. It was wonderful. Well, I sure was proud of you. I was proud of you both for just saying fuck it. Well, Sometimes nothing in moderation. I'm still not going to go to your backyard barbecue uh, if you invite me to it. It seems That's like right. too much of a middle risk. I'm either, you know, eating lightning or I am uh, I'm locked up in my home by myself. Yeah, you were uh, you were mentioning earlier. You and I, as a uh, as we pull back the curtain, you and I actually met earlier today at a a bar in between our house and. And uh, chatted yeah, as friends might. Down. Yeah, of course. And uh, you mentioned that you're you were uh, more out there when you're on vacation than you are when you're at home, where you yeah. you kind of button things up and are I feel less guilty guilt. in another county. If I, you know, and also like I'm never going to see these people ever again. You know, it's not like I'm going to run into a friend of a friend of a friend who's going to ask me to lunch. You know, and although that that is. I I would welcome a pandemic from friend of a friend lunches. Let's let's just cancel (laughs) all of those immediately. Uh, No, I I didn't. uh, You know, it was was nerve wracking at first to load onto a plane with masks and and hope and pray that other people wouldn't cough in my eyeballs. But uh, uh, everything was fine. As soon as we got our wheels up, everything was fine. And I was a different person. My wife, even as soon as we got down there, we found an outside place to have a drink within minutes of landing, you know. And uh, and, and she said, boy, you, you look a lot lighter. 
which is, first of all, I hope not a crack at the weight I've put yeah, on. What was that, over. a BMI joke? Yes, exactly, yes. I did not get the vaccine because of my BMI, thank you very much. Thank you very much. I, I believe Put that on vac- my tombstone. When you put me in the ground, say he didn't get the vaccine because of his BMI. I believe your exact quote was, you'd sooner wear a dress to get on a lifeboat. Yes. I'd Billy Zane myself onto a lifeboat before I walk into a Walgreens and say, I'm here because I'm at a 31 BMI and I want my vaccine, God damn it. I mean, no one has to know the put reason. Put it in my arm. Don't put it in my mouth. I could eat anything. I could eat anything <laughs> in this Walgreens. Oh man! Well, these are these are these are interesting times. You and I were, uh, you know, we're at a a local tavern uh, midpoint. We'll keep the name, you know, anonymous to protect uh, all involved. But one hundred percent, especially the masked, uh, the unmasked uh, workers. Oh, uh, yeah, I, uh, you know, it's uh, these, we're at a weird moment. Sure, you know, cases are rising. Uh, you know, this is April sixteenth uh, or whatever when we're recording this, but. Cases are rising kind of quickly, but also uh, vaccinations are still steadily being done. Uh, and we're kind of like, uh, I've had my first shot. You've had the Johnson & Johnson. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we're kind of in equal places in terms of probably our, well, you're in a better place probably. No, I, I'm but, done. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're done. I'm still 50%. I'm a coin flip from the hospital. Yeah, don't, Great. don't put me in your camp, man. I, sa- uh, I sacrificed my blood clotting. To get to this point, <laughs> well, I feel like I'm done. I'm just going to be one and I done. I know I'm just you do. Call it, I'm just going to call it one and done. The way you were shaking hands with those wait staff, uh, I thought, oh my here. god, this guy's World done. Two, yeah, VJ Day over there, anonymous bar and grill. Of course, uh, yes. Certain, certainly, the initials aren't uh, VJ. Well, yeah, yeah. But it, <laughs> you know, it's it's a it's an interesting time. Some of the staff was, uh, you know, whether accidental or uh, just you know. Those masks kind of pop down. A conscious decision they their, made at nine a.m. <laughs> but maybe you know what? That maybe they've already maybe they got Johnson and Johnson. Hey, who you know? You know, I, mean, I have I have purposefully worn a mask every time I've gone out since um, we March. To, yeah, March. Let's see. When was the first time I left the house after the vaccine? Let's say March nineteenth, twenty twenty. March 23rd, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, I consciously wore a mask. I knew that I must wear a mask. On this trip, I got out of my car, leaving my mask in the car twice. I, I got out, and just as if things were back to normal. God. My God. I know, I know. So I can, I get I get that feeling of like, hey, come on, let's hey, let's, yeah. let's go. This thing's is, things is uh, back to normal, ain't they? Uh, I get it. I totally get it. Um, but then also I get the little rise. So right if you're listening in Multnomah County and uh, what was the other county affected? Clackamas? That's Clackamas, or, yeah. yeah. Uh, and you were set back to a different risk level. Uh, God, our, 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 <laughs> we feel for you. Um, but you know, it's a sign of the times of everybody just seeing, Hey, there's light at the end of the tunnel. I may be standing at the end of the tunnel. Let's, uh, let's get back. Yeah, to we we sat day. next to each other at a bar top today. Yeah. Our forearms were on the same surface we for the first it. time in, uh, 14 months. Yeah. Something like that. It was great. It was great. This is interesting times. Um, I, before we segue onto our main reason why we're here tonight, Please. I had to tell you, so I'm, this is the last little bit of energy I, I have tonight, this podcast. Oh, my I God. Completely pass out cold. Right. So I stayed up too late last night. 
Oh, well, uh, I, I was reviewing some very. Uh, I was reviewing doing? some documents, dry documents. I decided to put a movie on in the background. Reviewing your documents. <laughs> 1988's Cocktail. Oh, my God. Tom Cruise and what I once thought was Sir Michael Caine turned out not to be Sir Michael Caine. To great laughter on your end. You you bet me a dinner. I, I, I think <laughs> Michael I Caine a, was in Cocktail. I, I bet you a sandwich and soup that it was <laughs> Michael Caine, yeah. <laughs> It's not Michael Caine. It's no, an it's Australian not. guy. No, it's not I the Australian Cocktail. guy from FX. I, I haven't watched that. I haven't watched that movie in its entirety ever in my life. I've just seen bits and pieces. I'm not going to get into it. I was so inspired. I was sending you messages. You were passed out. I said, <laughs> I, I, have, at 930. <laughs> I have a show's worth of content here in the first 15 minutes of this thing alone. I said, we've got to do, we've got to rip off Bill Simmons and do our own rewatchables of this deal. So that's exactly what we're going to do. I am going to watch Cocktail to catch up with uh, Alfredo's uh, 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 cocktail viewing habit. And then we are going to, I guess, do a little bit of a special segment, a special history by the glass, colon, shots in the dark, colon, 1980s bartending movies. And we Yo, will talk about so many colons. Yeah, yeah uh, a colon too far, maybe. So when you're, if you're listening to this, Get out there. Cocktail is available on Amazon Prime. Some of you, you our, our core demographic probably owns this on uh, a laser disc or something. All formats. Or beta. Beta, like my father's. Great investment. My father? I wouldn't pick another father, I tell you that much. Oh, but, no. uh, but my God, did that guy not know how to invest. Uh, we'll say, um, yeah, go ahead and, and, and get... On Amazon Prime, cocktail, watch it, and then listen to our next episode where we do a deep dive into 1989's yeah. uh, Brian De Palma. Who who directed that thing? Do you know? Uh, Scorsese. Yeah, Martin Scorsese's <laughs> Cocktail with Tom Cruise and that Australian and Elizabeth Shue. There you go. Now, uh, my cousin, who's about three years older than me, had a cocktail poster in his bedroom and I thought it was the coolest fucking oh, thing. Oh, yeah. It was like having a thing. Budweiser frog uh, neon sign. Yeah, I was going to say. It's the it next great. best thing to having an actual neon yep. uh, neon bar sign. It was great. So Cocktail holds a very special place in my heart. Uh, oh. Not just because of the name, of course. But, uh, uh, but God, I can't wait for that. Yeah. I can't wait it's, for that. It, we, we, if you haven't noticed, we, uh, we've had a good time when we've not been actually going to these bars. As we just think about uh, drinking, uh, bar, bar minutia, and uh, just frozen snapshots in time, which is exactly what we're about to talk about next. And uh, that, is our, that is our whole thing. Uh, we love it. So let's talk what, about that next. What time. a great segue. What, just say <laughs> next time, you don't even have to work so hard. Just say segue, because that was perfect. You're never going to beat that one. That's it's fantastic. Have another poll of McKenna. M C K N N A. Now, wasn't she the? Didn't she play Danica McKenna? Wasn't she Winnie Cooper? Very close. Now, if she had her own bourbon, Danica McKellar's Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Yeah. Not only would that be one of the greatest brands of all time, <laughs> we'd, uh, we'd have a case of it. She, she would be such a uh, you know a, a talent. A, uh, she'd mathematician, beat, an actress, and a 
single batch uh, bourbon purveyor. We would dedicate every episode to her, of course. My God, Winnie Cooper. If you're out, oh, if you're somehow a subscriber, Winnie Cooper, please uh, send us a message at uh, historybytheglass at gmail.com. Uh, okay, well, since you, I've, since I've stepped all over your great uh, segue, okay, what were we talking about? Again? I just want to say I'm not, I'm not very uh, equipped to actually talk about this this segment. So I just want to say that Alfredo, one day, just like everything in my life, Alfredo sent me a link uh, which changed my life. There, uh, of a photographer by the name of Patrick F. Smith, featured in the Oregonian, and it was all about. Some pictures that he had been taken through his entire life about vintage Portland. Alfredo, uh, what was it that you sent me? Because I still haven't been able to open it because I'm behind the paywall. Um, and uh, and and let's talk about some vintage photography. Absolutely. Get the uh, Polaroid around your neck. Get your get your uh, disposable cameras out. We're going to talk about some vintage photography. I, I should say for the record that I probably send you no less than about. 15 links a week so i'm I, i'm glad if you open about 40 percent of those but three of them i read eight of them i can't get to <laughs> and once i really want you whatever to read, number I, I just don't bother. i start insulting you if you're if you haven't responded in a timely fashion yeah nuns That's when is you know. a lovely nickname you have for me i really appreciate <laughs> it yeah, so uh, I read this article in the Oregonian, and it, it actually got a lot of love in the Oregonian. It was just, um, oh, this came out about two months ago, I think. And, uh, it, yeah, uh, just a gentleman who um, had been sharing these photos that people were really enjoying on Facebook, really is where he's been sharing them. Um, and when he was a kid, uh, yeah, I'm going to butcher all the detail. This is great classic That's history. It's fine. I remember form. some. I remember some. I remember Good, because you just read the article as I forced you to look at my phone at this bar earlier. I, uh, I read the article, and I responded to three of your text messages while I was reading the article. There you go. Uh, you were supposed to pick up milk today, by the way. Oh, shoot. Shoot. Sorry. So sorry. Uh, anyway, this guy's a young kid, and he's, he just decides he's going to start, he's going to roam around kind of old town and, and start documenting He's just a novice, you know, photographer, and he's going to snap photos of uh, the folks on the street. Uh, he's going to pay them. Uh, what was he paying them? Like a nickel a or a slug. dime? Or, yeah, I think. It, or I think he was quarters. Subway. I think he actually had quarters. Uh huh. In '77 or whatever, you know, maybe a little uh, bicentennial quarters. Yeah. Uh-huh. And some people, some people really just wanted to have their photo taken. Others wanted the goddamn quarter. And uh, anyway, he takes all these photos, uh, and they just, they, I don't know, they're, they were just kind of beautiful to me. They're black and white. They're just um, the gritty um, capturing an era of Portland that never fully went away. But this kind of, um, I, I, call, I immediately said, it's, it's like, you know, Chris Christopherson's, Chris Christopherson's Sunday morning coming down, like in photo form in Portland. It's uh, and you might know that as Johnny Cash's uh, Sunday morning coming down. But you'd be, you'd be mistaken. You'd be mistaken. You should listen to Ken Burns's country music eight part documentary. Uh, Chris Christopherson pinned. That's the little more uh, maudlin version, which we enjoy. We're uh, all about maudlin. Oh yeah, but that kind of uh, it's just that that era. I don't know what it is about those. That mid seventies, uh, kind of depressing, lonely, <laughs> male-dominated drinking 
guy in a walk-up, uh, you know, Sunday, the lyrics to yeah. Sunday Morning Coming Down. The aesthetic is um, isolated desperation. It's, it's wonderful. Um, and in between these portraits of street folk, um, he also, Patrick, also captures wonderful storefronts and signage behind these people, around these people, near these people. Um, and immediately upon seeing these portraits with, uh, you know, half visible signage behind these people, uh, we went straight to Google to try to find out what were these taverns behind these folks? What were these bars around the corner, um, of, of these, uh, uh, wonderful, canyon faces you know these these cratered faces of, of these wonderful folk um and apparently he patrick did the same once things started becoming more um once he got a little notoriety for for some of these photos that he had taken a long time ago and he had for, kind of forgotten he also turned to google to, to find out well where exactly did i take this photo and what was here and where where what what corner is this? Which is fascinating to me. Um, um, I uh, when I when I was a kid in uh, like junior high, I took a photography class, and I remember going out the streets of Portland taking black and white photos of signage. And and as soon as I saw these photos, I I just flipped my lid my my entire life. I just. This is what I should have done with my life. This is amazing. <laughs> taking pictures of people, uh, taking pictures of things around you, and then discovering them 40 years later and saying, I wonder what that was. I barely remember that. And Hey, hey, community of Portland, do you remember this? Hey, look at this. Yeah. And he's doing that now through a Facebook page. We'll, we'll link that or group, a Facebook group, I think. Yeah, and, it's, a, and we'll it's a group. So it's, like it's Patrick. Uh, if we, I don't think we mentioned earlier. It's Patrick... F. Smith Photography, and then he's got a Facebook group that you have to ask to join called Through My Portland Lens. Well, I've uh, said his name about five times, but I didn't add the photography to it. This is the end to, of his name. So. There's a lot of Patrick F. Smith. There's Pat Smith. There's Patty Smith. Uh, Through My Portland Lens, also the name of his early 80s soft Patty Smith, album. that sounds familiar. Patty, oh my God. <laughs> uh, on Instagram, he's at P.F. Smith Photo. Um, <laughs> Anyway, then, yeah, so this guy's crowdsourcing kind of these, uh, just, he throws a photo up there, says, if, you know what, here it is. And if we were out drinking and we went out on the street and somebody came up to you and said, hey, I, I got some money for you, I want to take a picture of you, would you would you have your picture taken and how much would, much, much money would you have to uh, be given <laughs> for that to happen? I, I'm pretty sure you and I would get our picture taken, especially, it depends what, what time in the night. Yeah. The end of the night, anybody could take your picture. Four drinks in, I'd take my own picture and give it to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, uh, that's been the fun, you know, I, I will say the, the most interesting thing about this, I mean, A, seeing, you know, these, these photos of the guys that we used to, you know, used to be commonly called, you know, winos. Winos. Right? Like, and that's uh, things I think a little different now yes that's you with your giant goblet but uh cheers to you in the video chat if this ever makes it to youtube you can watch me cheersing you oh yeah yeah well we'll, we'll see how that goes mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but you got these guys uh, not terribly different from some of the folks today. And, um, uh, you know, I kind of, it's, I don't know, but their faces told these these stories, right? And, uh, you know, it's depressing, but very humanizing. And um, I don't know, you couldn't look away and you wanted to know what, what, what was that guy, what was that person's story? Um, great. In these and he places, didn't, yeah. Patrick didn't want to know. He didn't, he wasn't there to interview the man nope. on the street. No, he just no, wanted no. to capture him and, and move on, which is which great. Which is great, which is, which is, just good. Now, you know, that's kind of our, as I, you know, not to get too deep on it, but please you know, I'm drinking the McKenna's. Uh, oh, my God. Just, you know, that's kind of our, as we think about this era, and you and I kind of, you know, romanticize this this world, this kind of, um, yeah, when bars were simpler. And, this is what I want to talk to you about. Yeah. Yeah. And the, so, but what's the, sto- you know, there's, the, of course, there's stories. Some of them interesting some of them really depressing and uh, that's that's the thing with drinking and bars and bar going is you're gonna have a lot of different outcomes so i find this guy's photography fascinating but i also found the article once i read it today for the first time fascinating because it interviews some folks who knew of portland in the 70s and 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 early 80s um a time we didn't get to see portland and it's drinking heyday uh and they noted that this was an industrial blue-collar town never forget that in the 70s portland was an industrial blue-collar town and nobody thought of this as a tourist destination and that was something that really like shook me like like it was just a reminder that oh yeah it is just of late that yeah exactly it is a, a it is a it is a, a big peg on the map because it's the most populous city. Other than that, you don't need to know about it. Don't worry about it. It's dreary. It's rainy. It's uh, it has a basketball shipping. team. Yeah. Get out of here. That's all you need to know. Yeah. And uh, and yeah and and for and 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 to think that that people um, um, certainly wouldn't be fascinated by any part of portland certainly certainly not the old part of portland uh because this was never a touristy town and then uh they mentioned in the article um uh was it was it nato is that is that the name of the brothers the nato brothers or no that's a gentleman isn't it uh Uh, i think so a family well i can't again i can't pull up the article because i'm (laughs) behind the paywall but anyway that that somebody in portland said hey we can keep these old buildings and still have a thriving town. We can revitalize yes. old buildings, and and that may be um, maybe the spiritual tip of the cap to to uh, to those folks. That's absolutely that's one who of had the most, that idea. This this podcast would not exist probably in that uh, had that not been a priority for people back in the day when I when I moved here from uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. That was one of the uh, Albuquerque's been around longer than Portland has, but it has no old buildings because they were all when they got to a certain point demolished. Yeah, new building put up in the you know an old hotel from the '40s gets too old in the '70s, demolish new building, and that's just how it. Unless it was really ancient, but it, here in Portland they they did manage to keep these the structures alive and and the character. Uh, it's easy to look at these photos that Patrick posts and see like, 
ah, where is that? Okay, I see that street corner. And then you can go onto Google Street View and be like, the features of the building more often than not are still visible. Yeah, we went on like 3rd or somewhere around there, right? In in Old Town, in um, um, right where, um, you know, Dixie's Tavern or, you yeah. know, the Boiler Room or something, right around there. It was easy to match the architecture of the building, you know, yeah. because they never leveled them and put up a high-rise condo down there. And, uh, and and please, please don't do that. Let's let's expand yeah. that urban growth boundary. And well, that's a that's a great segue to one of one of our one of our favorite things to do is to we is he would take just random. He wasn't taking bar photos. No, no. Sometimes, but collateral just photos. Photo, yeah. But we'd zoom in and we could see. I was like, "What is that? What does that sign say?" Oh, it says the Tacoma Tavern, and we would look up. And we'd try to do this kind of street view search to see where the Tacoma Tavern was. And that was one where we we were able to find, and of course I didn't write this down. Why would I? Uh, it became hey. some new bar, and uh, a bar that didn't make it through the pandemic, sadly. Yeah. Uh, it was about three years old. But the, yeah, a place called the, the Tacoma Tavern that became some... You could still see the bones of this little narrow you know, dive bar. Yeah. Uh, and you could kind of, in, in the, you know, as you looked at the new bar's website... It looked very nice and and cute on the inside, but you could just imagine the the gray, the blacked out windows and the uh, the smell and the guys in there just kind of depressing <laughs> drinking, which you and I kind of liked that. Of course, why, why change that? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, no, no, it was great. If you got a hankering for for vintage Portland, my God, will you please check out Patrick F. Smith? Yeah, go sift through these things. Go sift. Go find these things. It ain't it ain't six photos to look at. Uh, it's it's hundreds and hundreds and and there's uh, a lot. Yeah, there's a, and, there's a uh, lot. But I I love these ones of these scary bars that existed when it was that industrial town. Uh, there was nothing themed about these. They were all just kind of like hard drinking corner bars that you'd see in other in mostly in the midwest and the east coast probably now uh yeah uh, we really only saw two that we dug into they were not easy to google because when you google <laughs> tacoma tavern guess uh, what you get a little too general <laughs> the taverns of, of tacoma, tacoma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, the other one was alaska card room and lounge uh which had a great sign and was harkened back to that era of card rooms like kelly's olympian uh, and that one was impossible to find where it was. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, these were, I love that era, as you said, because of its blue collarness. We went to, you know, White Eagle when it was, uh, before it was a McMiniman's bar was this steel worker. The guys who built the, the Fremont bridge would go there and <laughs> early in the morning and they got off shift or late at, you know. That's why I want to go to years. I want. I can't wait to get through these things so I can go to years because I feel like that is like so close to Taxi Town that that is has to be a a, a blue collar um, bar. Even today at the place that we were at, I, I felt that we were close enough to auto repair shops that yeah. a few of those people had to have been. There's a couple blue collar guys trying to make it through the day, you know, and, and so. Um, yeah, exactly. And that is, I mean, that is exactly why um, the bars that I love came to be uh, is because people are just trying to get through the day. They're they're just, you know, they're they're blue collar in nature, and 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 uh, and, and my God, 
Uh, Mike, uh, thank you very much for, for documenting any part of that, even a yeah. half of a sign or a corner of a foundation that we can Google later on. Yeah, so go find Patrick. He's at uh, yeah, Through My Portland Lens is the Facebook group or at PF Smith Photo. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention he's also selling a coffee table book. Thank not you about very much. coffee tables. No, no, not about coffee tables. Not of famous people's coffee table. It doesn't turn into a coffee table. Um, and this is—we're just talking about this out of the kindness of our of our hearts. We do not get any sort of commission off of oh. any sales uh, because we're not business savvy like that. We don't have any sort of sponsorships at all. Yet, uh, yet, yet. Uh, Para, Para. Oh, yes, of course. If we ever would mention. The, if we ever air the Maybe segment where we, met, where we drank wine, wine. wasn't part of <laughs> Oh, we're the worst. Hey, but it's all you've got. <laughs> we're the Power wine company, folks. Power we're the, wine company. We're we the like most it. popular Portland Bar podcast uh, on iTunes and Spotify, and that is solely because there isn't another one. Um, I think that's it for this episode. I feel that's that's a good one. I think we got that one in the can. Um, if you have time, again, please watch Cocktail on Amazon Prime to oh, yeah. get ready for the next episode. And while you're doing that, if you get to a dull part, which, you know, uh, name name a dull part, uh, scroll through Patrick F. Smith Photography, uh, Life Through My Lens. Nope. What's it called? Nope. 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 That would be nope. Through My through, Portland Lens. Through My Portland Lens uh, on, on Facebook. We'll, of course, put all of these links in the show notes. Uh, check us out. Oh, don't forget about us. Check us out oh, on Instagram yeah. and Facebook. And uh, if you um, would have a moment, go ahead and give us a review on iTunes if if that's a thing still. Uh, yeah. I don't I don't know where reviews happen, it, but uh, um, follow us, subscribe us, uh, subscribe to us, give us money, help us, <laughs> get us back to work, <laughs> buy us a beer if you see us slumped in a corner my god just don't take our picture and walk away <laughs> give us give us a slug for the subway uh if you see us and want to instamatic us on the street on behalf of alfredo moreno my name is nathan pigale and please tip your bartender We'll, we'll we'll gently rib because we care. You, you got to master the art of of throwing a few jabs at him, but not knocking him out. I only throw haymakers. You know that. <laughs> just, I do not <laughs> soften anyone up. I only oh, throw man. haymakers. <laughs> just destroy somebody. Mm, mm. I will add him to the list of the apologies that we Candlestick, have to make. Candlestick, Bart, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Buffalo Gap. Buffalo Gap here. <laughs> you should be burned to the ground. <laughs> oh, hell. <laughs>